Welcome, Jedi. We've been expecting you. You're listening to the Star Wars Exchange Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Ari. Your escape to that galaxy far, far away. Okay, shut that thing off and grab some seats. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the Styles Exchange for another Obi-Wan review. Four episodes in, but this is only our second review, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, part four dropped uh, last night, 3am for me, 2am for Mike. We watched it this morning together. Um, and yeah, it was solid, but uh, before we get stuck into it, how are you today, Mike? I'm doing great. I actually woke up early and uh, jumped right into Obi-Wan and that was cool. I haven't uh, done something like that in a while. I've kind of just waited to, um, you know, till 2 a.m. comes around my time and then I'll watch them then. But for Obi-Wan, it's I've been watching them in the morning and I do miss staying up and, and being part of like the first reactions for the episode. But waking up and just starting your day with Star Wars is, is never bad. It's never a bad move. So I I've been uh, vibing with it, and yeah, I can't wait to dig into uh, this week's episode. Yeah. But how, yeah, you watched it with me, and how was that experience like with you? For it you? was good. Yeah, definitely different experience for me as well. Usually, it's like 7 p.m. when they come out for me, so I'm like locked in ready, but since I'm in the States at the moment, it was 3 a.m., and there was no way I was staying up, so <laughs> I uh, yeah, had to... Uh, I was like to you last night, I was like, yeah, let's let's wake up early in the morning and watch it. So we did that instead, which was good. Quick bit of admin for the regular podcast viewers. My camera has been fixed. You're not going to see me just blurring all the time. Thank God. Um, but there's an episode that's coming out in a few days where it wasn't fixed. And I kind of go off about it at the end. That was my breaking point. But we ended up fixing it. Thanks. Shout out to my brother, Patrick. Shout um, out, Pat. <laughs> for fixing it. Um, anyways, this is a spoiler warning. All spoilers are ahead for this episode. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch the episode and come back. But yeah, overall thoughts, Mike, what did you think of part four of Obi-Wan? Um, I thought overall I had a, a, a fun time with it. I mean, uh, it, it just covered all those like, you know, Star Wars tropes that we've learned to learn, you know, love and, and learn to live with. Uh, but ultimately, I just felt like this show really um, showed and exemplified all of the show's uh, flaws so far. Um, but, but other than that, like, I just, I seriously, I just had a fun time with it. And it was like, there's all these like cool moments in there where I was like, Ooh, ah, so it was, it was, it was overall fun. And, uh, I mean, it did move this story along. So, you know, you can't really sit here and be like, Oh my God, it, it didn't do anything for the story. And it, it did, it did. But, uh, so far I think it's the weakest of the bunch, but still had a good time with it. Nowhere, you know, it was nowhere near as bad as like, I thought, uh, you know, some of the other live action Star Wars shows that we've gotten or episodes. So, yeah, this was another fun installment for the series. Uh, like I said, my least favorite so far. But, yeah, I still I still had a good time with it. Ari, you watched it with me. What you think? Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. It was I don't think it necessarily showed all the flaws of the series, but it was my least favorite. Least favorite, though. Still thought it was a really solid episode. Had a lot of fun with it. And yeah, it did repeat like a lot of tropes that we've seen in Star Wars before. It felt very much like a Clone Wars or Rebels episode. Um, even yep. like playing Fallen Order, it felt like that whole ending of that game. Um, yep. Even, you know, to go as far as Obi-Wan holding off the water and all that sort of stuff and even getting into the fortress by swimming there. So um, it felt like we'd seen this story before. However, the episode was just fun. Like just, I'm still not used to just seeing Ewan McGregor back on screen little layers i like to call her like hmm. I couldn't have said any better it's just a good fun 
time really but um i think it might be an episode that we look back on when the series is complete and be like oh i feel like this was kind of integral because i do feel like it pushes the narrative forward in a solid way but also just character wise um you know ben himself or obi-wan whatever you want to refer to him as he this is probably the the episode where he really starts to progress because we saw him at the end of the last episode he was really beaten down he was just defending himself in that fight with vader where in this he seemed to gain a lot of his confidence back through the stuff he was doing you know even at the start of the episode it it wasn't a question for him oh do i go save leia he was just like no like i need to get out of this back to tank because i need to go save leia so i liked that we saw him really grow a lot in the episode um even like it almost felt like him stopping the whole ocean from flooding the fortress that felt like you know a test for him or something and one that he pretty much passed so uh yeah and just the way he was using his lightsaber and everything i thought it was very cool you know going through the dark stealth obi-wan gotta love it um but yeah so i do feel like we'll look back on the episode in a in a positive way and right now i'm still i still think it was a good episode um and then even stuff with reva bit bit more development for her um she even was saying how you know everything was taken away from her as a kid we sort of got it felt like a, a little bit was revealed about her in that interrogation scene um and also something i just love about the episode is i don't know if maybe people will like think this is a bad thing but i think it's a good thing in the way it doesn't really tell us what's going to happen next like i just have no idea what's going to happen in these next two episodes i'm curious to hear what you think like do you have any idea what's going to happen in the next two episodes because for me i'm like the door is open anything could happen well i i yeah i thought about this um because at the end they had the the little droid like lighting up with with the with the sensor light or whatnot yeah the tracking beacon yeah so i was like oh it looks like they might be going to the base that uh uh obi-wan went to where he was where um what's the character's name uh the, the the woman character the oh, lady that's tala. helping him tala tala i feel like the, that base is just gonna get raided yeah um so i think we might get like a little hoth sequence there and mm. we do have the speeders around so we could do that but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, other than that, I do think the door is open. I'm, um, I did along with the rest of the interwebs. Um, I did want a flashback of of Clone Wars Anakin and Obi Wan in this episode, or at least yeah. somewhere somewhere in that era. Um, but you know, hopefully we get that next week. But um, yeah, that's where I think it's going. I mean, they kind of set it up at the end where I was like, all right, I, I think we'll we know where we're go- what we're going with. But you never know; they could just pull something completely different on us and do a whole like um just different type of episode but yeah i think i yeah. think it's I, i'm confident in saying we're gonna get some type of yeah. i hope that's not the finale i hope the finale isn't yeah. like oh we're gonna finally get to this base you know i this this reminded me of uh seventh sister tracking ezra on um uh to back to Gorel. it kind of felt mm, like that so hopefully they do that yeah. in the next episode and they don't string it along to the finale that would blow yeah. but yeah I do agree. It's like, yeah, that does sort of seem to be what's going to happen. But I feel like, you know, that point of the narrative with Reva is really a stepping stone to the ultimate point of what the story is being told, you know, with Vader and all that. So in that sense, yeah, I do get that. But then like, I just feel like with Vader and all that, which is like sort of the real like meat and potatoes of the series in that sense, that's where I'm sort of thinking like, okay, what what is going to happen from here? So, um, and, and I like that because these ne- next two weeks, I'm just excited to see how it all plays out. But um, uh, yeah, do I want to start going through the episode or do you have any more like overall thoughts you want to say? Um, you know, I did I just I did want to say I think you 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 mentioned it earlier. Um this 
yeah, we're definitely going to look at back at this episode and be like, oh, wow, this was, you know, this was integral to the story or whatnot. I mean, I did, um, I enjoyed the, I really enjoyed the uh, Obi-Wan, I keep wanting to say Ewan, Obi-Wan struggling at the very beginning with him in the Bacta. That was great. That was a yeah. great scene. Him trying to, you know, really struggling with uh, like some PSD, PTSD flashbacks and like, just like um, going back to the fight. And also he's just like, like so hurt that he was just like trying to get out of the tank and we've never seen someone do that in star wars usually they just want to be in the tank and that was uh hosting yeah. that perspective and yeah going back to the perspective of vader and how he was doing i was like oh man like these two gladiators like the fight ended and now it looks like we're gonna get like you know they're gonna regroup with themselves and then come back and it's gonna be like the epic uh battle that they keep teasing the epic rematch but um yeah like i said uh yeah, I, I oh you you know what this episode reminded me of um, the uh, what's it called um, Rise of the Old Masters of Rebel yeah, Season exactly One. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, when when they were planning out the you know planning out how did they were gonna like invade the base and stuff yeah. like that, I was like, oh, Stygian Prime. Yeah, that like was they great. got the schematics up and everything. The schematics, and yeah. we just needed Sabine Brennan there pointing out you know uh, how to which parts <laughs> were uh, impenetrable and which ones weren't. But yeah, I thought yeah it was a. I don't know if it was a touch or not, but it was a good callback, and that's some of the tropes I'm talking about. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you said it already with um, Obi Wan holding up against the water. That was cool. It reminded me of Anakin too, uh, when he was uh, holding up the fire against the against the exploding Star Destroyer, the Venator in Clone Wars mm -hmm. with Ala Sakura when he was holding yeah. it back. I was like, oh man, that's cool. So but yeah, yeah, that was cool. I thought it was kind of goofy how he was he able he was managed to like slip out and the water no water came through. But I yeah. was like, you know what? It's cool. It was it was still cool. It's Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Wars. So but yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. Also you brought up that Revo. We got some uh little we got a little into her back story, so that was kind of cool. I yeah. did I, there was a moment um where they had a confrontation out on the landing pad that I was like, okay, cool. Like I want to see if Obi-Wan remembers her, or recognizes her, and what Revo has to say to Obi-Wan. But there was nothing, yeah. and I'm like, man, I hope. Because I know there's a complaint out there like this is the Obi-Wan show, not the Reva show. But here's the thing. Uh, the Darth Vader character was added later into the script, later into the story. So, like, mm -hmm. I think they were just going to really focus on Reva and Obi-Wan. So trying to see that now, trying to see, you know, um, how that holds up. It's it's interesting them trying to balance Vader and Reva because the last episode, Reva was just pushed to the side and Vader was in the forefront. Um, but this episode, it was uh, the complete opposite. So I'm... I'm curious as to how they'll balance it out in the final two episodes. Um, hopefully it, it balances out well, where next week it's not just Reva thrown to the side and it's just Vader. I hope that there's like a, a nice balance. And yeah, I just want to see why Reva is obsessed with Obi-Wan. I thought we would get that this episode too, but yeah, I guess they're honing us over. Um, yeah, I think that's that's all my overall thoughts, uh, really. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready to dissect in here, though definitely well yeah i think all will be revealed i something i do hope that doesn't happen i remember when we got to the Bo uh, book of boba finale i was like mm. oh boy there's just so much to do here mm -hmm. and then it all just sort of like imploded within itself and literally at least i found it a little disappointing so and i feel similar in this sense i feel like there's a lot to do but there's still two episodes and i don't know i trust deborah chow and, and the writers and all that and um i don't know i just I, i'm just not that worried about it i just feel like the people involved in this production just know what they're doing i don't know why i just have that sort of faith so hopefully that faith is restored in the next uh 
um, or, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> that faith is, is shown why it's there yes. um, in the next two episodes. Um, but yeah, let's go through it um, from start to end, how we do. So obviously we talked about the opening scene, Obi-Wan is dumped in the back door, he's trying to heal. And then we also see like him and Vader almost healing simultaneously. Although Vader, I don't know how much healing he has left to do if he's just on permanent heal or <laughs> whatever's <laughs> going on with him. Um, but yeah, that was cool. It, it felt like the end of episode two when they have that little force connection moment. Um, but yeah, as I said, Ben is like intent on saving Leia, no messing around this time. Yeah, he gets a new outfit even. Um, we yeah. see O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character revealed, not Quinlan Boss. Um, <laughs> but yeah, his character had to even be like convinced to help. So, um, but yeah, what did you think of this whole opening scene with the Bagdar, O'Shea Jackson Jr., all that? And yeah, it, it was very weird because, um, you know, this was obviously giving the vibes of a rebel base and seeing yeah. Obi-Wan there, like uh, episode three Obi-Wan yeah, type yeah. of figure, not like Ben Kenobi. I was like, I was tripping out. I was like, whoa, this is this is too real. Um, yeah. So it kind of threw me back to the Onderon arc and Clone Wars and Obi-Wan really being, uh, you know, the front runner of bringing this Rebel Alliance to life. And then actually him being, you know, thrown in the mix of it was so, um, uh, yeah, it was just surprising to me. I, it was like kind of shocking being like, wow, it's uh, he's really here right now. He's kind of the one that was like pushing for this. So it's kind of cool that he's here right now. Uh, leading you know just in the mix of everything so yeah it was cool seeing him in a rebel base uh ice cube son very nice to finally see him in here and it looks like he's playing a cool supportive role so yeah that's awesome that we finally got him in here because he's been on twitter being like um oh i thought i was gonna be in this episode not nah. oh i thought i was gonna be in the trailer i wasn't <laughs> in the trailer so it's finally yeah. nice to see him actually in the show uh but yeah as i said about the back though that was that was really well done i thought i was like wow this is now this is cool and um yeah seeing obi-wan uh now i'm sure everyone went uh bonkers for seeing a shirtless obi-wan uh but but seeing <laughs> yeah, him already with... seen a few uh few suspicious tweets out there <laughs> yeah i was about to say don't check twitter if you don't want to yeah. see any of that but if you do check twitter um but yeah i thought uh also that yeah the scars look so so real that i was like wow the the makeup and picasamine of this series is really good uh, so yeah, I was oh man, and uh, as you said, Vader. Oh my, I wish we got more yeah. Vader in this episode, or at least like what his thought process is right now. But it was it was still very cool that they did those uh, two comparing shots. I love that. Yeah, Vader almost feels like Darth Maul in Phantom Menace right now. You know. Yeah. Um, hopefully I do that. in these last two episodes, and I'm sure he will be very prominent. But yeah, no, we loved seeing uh, we love seeing uh, you and McGregor in the back of the tank. Absolutely love that. Um. But yeah, something I found interesting, this is sort of non-Kenobi related. However, it was tied into the episode. So when they're going through the schematics, like we were just talking about, they, they say nobody has been stupid enough to attack the fortress, but we've all played Fallen Order. We know that Cal Kestis has. So the fact that they didn't know Cal had, had done that sort of shows that he is separate from this story because there was a lot of talk of, all the new, uh, the Fallen Order sequel and Obi-Wan is going to be, in the same timeline well i guess this short sort of shows like that those stories are very separate because they clearly have no idea about cal kestis i was thinking well if they're going to bring cal in now is the time because they're going to call him up and be like well how'd you how'd you sneak in or whatever it is but they seem to have no idea so i think that not that i was necessarily thinking the stories would intertwine but it almost confirms that uh they're not going to but um yeah what do you think of that um hmm 
That I mean, I laughed at the whole because it did take me back to Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, that no one would attack the base. Um, so yeah, I thought that was funny. And yeah, that's a that's a good point that you know they don't know he's out there and stuff, and it definitely raises some you know speculation, I guess, for uh Jedi Survivor, you know, the follow-up to Fallen Order and seeing if you know there it's gonna coincide with Obi-Wan or not. Um, but yeah, I thought yeah, I thought that, yeah, that's a really good point. I don't know. I thought, yeah, it did take me back to Fallen Order, and um, yeah, I just kind of laughed because I remember they had this whole sequence where they're dropping Cal into the planet in an escape pod or whatnot in a drop pod. So I thought that was funny. So I was like, yeah, hmm, about that. But um, I will say, I did, you know, this show, this show covered, this episode covered a lot of those tropes, but I thought like, you know, the tropes that I was doing, like we've just seen better examples of them. For example, Fallen Order, uh, when, you know, we're slipping into the base and, uh, it reminded me of Rebels too. Yeah, Rebels way cooler when when they're sneaking up on Stygian Prime and uh, Fallen Order. Obviously, when Cal's swimming into the base and you know he goes in there and attacks the troopers. Obviously, uh, I've, I you know I vibe with that better. But it was like, wait, where's the Star Destroyers? Because I remember this it being this whole thing in Fallen Order where you you came up on the planet and you had to like the, you Marin yeah. had to use her magic to to disguise the ship and cloak everybody so they wouldn't detect them. And then what they were able to just pull up and well, I mean, they came in at, in an Imperial, you know, she yeah. had codes and whatever. But at the end, when we have O'Shea Jack Jackson's Jr. coming for the rescue, they were just able to like slip in and slip out easily. So I was like, what is going on? Yeah. But but um, yeah, that, no, that I think that's a good point. If, what do you guys think? Let us know in the in our YouTube comments. Uh, let us know what you think. I think that's a really good point, Ari. For sure. Um, but yeah, so continuing on, they, they come up with a plan. Taylor takes Ben in with, the, uh, you know, goes undercover, all that. Um, and we see in the ship, Ben's actually struggling to sort of, I don't know if to say Ben or Obi-Wan. I'm kind of stuck yeah. saying Ben because <laughs> that's what they keep calling him in the show. Um, but he's like struggling to use the force, which we see sort of come full circle by the end of the episode. Um, and then we get the, that classic, um, you know, swimming sequence, which of course everyone's just yeah. going to think of Phantom Menace. So I thought that was yep. cool. Um, and then we get into a very interesting scene, or maybe this was just before this. I'm not sure exactly the timeline, but uh, we see Reva interrogating Leia. Um, and, you know, Reva talks about how everything was taken f- from her, all that. What do you think of that sort of interrogation scene and how, like, I guess it was sort of interesting to see, like, a 10-year-old being interrogated by an Inquisitor. Was that jarring to you at all? Like, it was not in a bad way, but I just thought, like, this is just very interesting to see, I feel like. I think from a writing standpoint and just overall the situation i thought was jarring just because i was like it it seemed goofy to me it it seemed even more goofier when than leia running through the woods and all the like uh thugs trying to capture her like i i prefer that than like something like this because it just felt really goofy i'm like you are almost you know you're you're a full adult reba and she's interrogating a child the way she does and i was like well, that's one way to go about it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the dark side, you know, takes you down a, a dark path. <laughs> so just interview children like that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, for sure. But it was just um, the way she was trying to also manipulate her was not in the best way. I'm not talking morally, well, but I'm just talking about like, it was just, it was like, like comedic. I was like, are you serious right now? Like, it, it just didn't seem yeah. um, of something of that we would expect from, from a villain. But um, yeah, I... I think there was like cool moments in there somewhere, somewhere in there where I was like, Oh, that's funny. Or like, I love the part when Leia was trying to like, 
okay, I'll help you. Let me just talk to my dad first. Like, I need to tell him first. And she was like, take her away. Like, lock her up. We're going to torture yeah. her. And I was just like, okay, now that, that was that was actually, you know, supposed to be funny. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought Rebel's strategies were weird. And the fact that she was already, like, not even, she's, like, skipped the whole interrogation and was already trying to, like, uh, use the force on her mind and see what she could crack. I thought that was like, wow, Reva is just uh, that ambitious or whatnot. Yeah. So, well, impatience, you know, it's the way yeah. of the Sith. Well, yeah, and 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 to her character, I mean, this entire time that we've seen her, she's been impatient. Um, yeah. She's she's gonna she's gone above the law, the imperial law, what have you, and just she's been on her, working on her own. So, yeah, I thought, I mean, yeah, it, it did speak to her character, but I was like, yeah, I was just like, oh my god, this is so weird right now, and. uh I did love also the bit where Leia used her droid Lola to kind of like attack the Inquisitor. And she's like, nope, nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a janky sequence. But, um, I mean, there was just moments that I'd, I did end up liking. So, there's that. I mean, did you, did you, so you'd like yeah. this interrogation? Yeah, so. I thought in the context of the show it was actually done pretty well. Because it showed, you know, that that's the point with Reva. She's She doesn't know what she's doing. She's impatient. She just wants to go for it. She if she had of like been clearer from the start and like just been really nice to Leia, maybe she could have manipulated her. Um, you know, it's, it's Leia's smart, but she's a 10 year old. Um, but no, she was like, sort of like trying to torture her, but then she's like, no, but I'm actually nice. So, you know, it's, we're all the empire. So I kind of liked it in that sense. I thought, um, yeah, I just thought it was, it communicated Reva and Leia's characters well and showed the pretty uh, clear difference between light and dark and how they operate. And, I like, I love seeing little Leia just, you know, doing her thing, being smart, smarter than a however old Reva is, an adult. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't mind it in that sense. Yeah, fair, um, fair enough. I mean, um, yeah, there's, there's more to, the, I think, I think this was more of the lower points of the episode for me, which I still like this sequence uh, somewhat, but it was just, yeah, one of the more lower points of the episode. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, after this, we see Obi-Wan <clears throat> sort of sneaking around, <clears throat> excuse me, sneaking around the fortress. Um, it sort of reminded me of him sneaking around the Death Star, you know, 10 years later. Oh, definitely. Um, and then a, a scene which was very stark, a visualization of every, of what's happened to all the people of, you know, they say Mustafar is where, or the Mustafar system <clears throat> is where Jedi go to die. And that uh, certainly seems to be the case. We see Terra Sanube in there. That was awesome. Cameo of the week. Yes. Um, and then all sorts of, I assume Jedi, I'm not exactly sure. It was Jedi younglings or maybe just force users. I assume that's what it was meant to be. Um, and, you know, pe people were thinking Saws Bandine potentially was in there. I don't know if that was him. That would, that would be a bit on the nose if it was. Um, even I saw people throwing out Seer could potentially have been one of them. I'm not sure about that one. I saw that getting thrown around though, but um yeah mike what'd you think of this it was pretty cool this reminded me of a scene from like scooby-doo 2 where we're just in a museum and we see all these villains but this time it's just all the heroes um and i say i say that in a, in a, in a light way not like saying oh it's on that type of level but yeah no i didn't expect this at all um you know we ventured a lot through fortress inquisitorious in fallen order to where it was you know we only got like a preview of the entire base but like, yeah, there's things like this that exist in there. Um, so this was this was surprising, and I actually really liked it. And yeah, seeing at first, I was like, "Is that Tara?" I was like, "That is Tara." And 
uh, Ari and I went crazy when Teresa Nube was in uh, Rising Storm when he was mentioned or whatnot. So it was like, oh my God, he's actually in a live action show. Like, what is going on? So that was great. I love that they include him there. Um, it means that they did pay attention to, you know, re obviously Rebels because we have the Inquisitors yeah. in there. But oh, also, like some know, of the actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, you know, but yeah, it was it was great. It was I loved seeing all the other stuff, too. I was curious. I'm like, because, you know, some of them were it was evident where they were Jedi. But as you moved along, it's like, hmm, they're not your custom Jedi cloaking. What are they? Or cloaks. But what are they? What, who are they? So, yeah, force users. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I did like seeing that one Padawan or youngling or whatever. Yeah, youngling. Or Jedi Initiate, whatever you want to call him. But uh, yeah, it was it was weird seeing him. And I haven't heard this thing about Seer. I got to go back and, yeah. and watch. But I love. I just saw like a few random tweets on it. Oh. But you see a few random tweets on a lot of things, so I wouldn't know. Uh, like, wouldn't trust it. Like shirtless Obi Wan. But uh, you know, yeah. you also see as you're walking down this thing. I mean, uh, I love moments like this because it feels like you're a kid in a candy shop where like you're just like enjoying what you're seeing. You know, at least for me, I was enjoying the episode. But when I came to this moment, I was just like hold on, like, let me just look around the room and, and yeah. run to every freaking case and see oh, who's yeah, there and what definitely. their story is. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a little fun moment. And, uh, you know, I want to, on the Obi-Wan, you said Obi-Wan walking around. I just want to bring this up real quick before I forget. Obi-Wan walking around the Death Star thing. That was, I mean, that was great. And you also had him using the, you know, force to, like, distract them like he does in A New Hope. Um, so I was like, oh, man, that was great. Um, that was epic. And, I love how this series is really um, tying in everything together, really. I mean, it's tying yeah. Clone Wars, Rebels, uh, the, you know, uh, freaking prequel trilogy to the original trilogy. You also get that Rogue One vibe in there, too. So I just love how it's just it, this series is literally like just bridging everything together. It kind yeah. of almost feels like the world 5. between worlds and 3.5. <laughs> and it also feels like the world between worlds that we yeah. see in Rebels just because it feels like well, and mm. here everything is just connected and flowing. So, yeah, I absolutely love that. Definitely, and yeah, no, I mean it's like oh, I guess that's one of Obi Wan's tricks. But um, mm. yeah, with the the little pod thingies, that was just so cool to see, like a nice acknowledgement of the animated shows. Like, and it's also I like how they don't just throw it in your face because when they just throw that sort of stuff in your face, it's it's real jarring. But that was like. You know, for for the Clone Wars and uh, Rebels, or well, mainly just Clone Wars for Terrace Anube, Clone Wars fans looking at it being like, oh, nice. Like, but but for anyone else, it's just like another Jedi, you know, it doesn't need to be like some big deal. It's just like, exactly. damn, okay, cool. Similar with the Quinlan Vosh shout out last week. But um, yeah, no, fun fun to see that, that connection. Obviously, just tongue in cheek with the actors that, you know, they're all doing good jobs and all that respect to them. Um, But uh, yeah, so Tala has to distract Reva from. I suppose turning Leia into one of those little frozen thingies. <laughs> I don't know what to call them. Um, and then Ben sweeps in, as I said, very confident with his lightsaber, um, uh, even doing a little cool little trick in the dark, which was nice to see. And then mm -hmm. he goes on and defends Leia through the whole fortress and then has that his true test, you know, once he has to pretty much stop the whole ocean from pouring into the fortress. And, um, I guess, yeah, that's when the Jedi are at their best, saving someone else, and that's what he was doing out there, saving Leia, someone he cares about. So, um, yeah, what what do you think of that whole sort of escape sequence and Obi-Wan sort of regaining his confidence as a Jedi, it seems? Um, when he first freed Leia, I mean, 
by the way, when they were going to torture Leia, they were going to torture her the way they tortured Seer in Fallen Order. I know. That's, and I was like, what? So that's I was the like, Inquisitors for you. That's the Inquisitors for you. So I was like, damn. Uh, but yeah, that, that whole uh, sequence where he comes in and saves her reminded me of Starkiller. Uh, it, you know, uh, when he, I don't know what he did, but it was, I've seen footage of it. I played the game, but I forgot yeah. what. It's been ages, but. It reminded me of when he lights up lightsabers in the dark and starts going ape, mm. you know, uh, you know, the rest of that. But uh, <laughs> um, the whole sequence of him walking through and, and doing the lightsaber stuff, um, I liked, um, especially that little maneuver he does at the end. It's just like, oh, man, he just does like a little pose. I'm like, that is prequel Obi-Wan. He's back. So that was amazing to see. And that was like satisfying. But I was, I don't know, I'm not usually like this. I'm not there being like, oh my God, the cinematography and the way this was shot. Like, yeah. I just go in and try to have a good time too. And I mean, I will say, you know, you could tell a way of a show, if a show is being done right by the cinematography and stuff, because then it just elevates the experience. And um, yeah. so far, Obi-Wan has been kind of lacking in that. And here in this episode, when we could have had some cool moments with, even when I was trying to get like uh, screenshots for, um, for you know for promo for the for the youtube and stuff everything just looks so like non-stabilized and everything was moving in a very uh we keep saying janky but in a very janky way where it was like oh my god like if i was watching the episode trying to like just capture a moment in my head which it was like oh man that's that's the money shot right there but the camera was moving all the way around where it just yeah i didn't feel like professionally done at all and it just like if anything it just took away from that sequence for me even though I, I thought it was still really cool and I, I love seeing Obi-Wan go up against stormtroopers. And like I said, I love that maneuver he did at the end where he was like, yeah, there we go. There's my battle pose for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was just, that's just my take. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's other people that agree out there, but yeah, it's weird for me. Cause I usually, I don't even pay attention to any of that stuff, but I just noticed in that part because that scene could have been way cooler if it was like done in a more like cinematic way. But uh, you've seen Obi-Wan go up against Stormtrooper. And then I love that Seeker droid shout out. That was cool. That's like the same series that the Seventh Sister carries around. And yeah. I forgot who else. Um, I, I forgot what other Inquisitor has Seeker droids. But yeah, that was a cool, that was a cool call out to the Seeker droid series. Yeah. yeah. I like I like all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. The whole like cinematography thing you bring up. I, I don't know. Honestly, I... I feel like I disagree because I, I really did feel like there was a few money shots of him like standing next to Leia, all that. But I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to disagree on that one. <laughs> but like uh, overall, Fair. like I've enjoyed it throughout the series. I think it's been shot well and all that. But yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just very interesting to hear, to be honest. I haven't heard that sort of being discussed much yet. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't have much to say besides I just I think it is actually quite good. Cool, Parks. But- Parks, if you're listening, what do you think? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, to get actually, your thoughts. True. that would be a bit <laughs> of a film buff there. Um, but yeah, so as we move on, they sort of start to get out. Uh, Obi Wan's got Leia like tucked under her, his jacket to sneak her out, um, and they actually walk like straight past the fifth brother. And once again, that's the way of the Inquisitors. They're not. He was more focused on you know getting revenge on Reva or whatever. He the you know the prey slipped right past him. Um, and then they, you know, they sneak through and they, they make it out, you know, with a bit of a kerfuffle with Reva and whatnot. Um, and then we lose one on the path helping people. I don't know what to call them. Um, but yeah, shows, this just all shows the Inquisitors do not work together. That is 
just the way of the dark side. It's how it works. They're selfish, not selfless. Um, and yeah, and then one of the coolest scenes of the whole episode, Vader comes in, was about to kill Reva, and then she says that she's left a tracker on the ship, which I thought that that was just like her bluffing, saying like, and then Same. they were just she would just take them to Florum or wherever the planet Talos said they're on. Um, but we see at the end of the episode, she actually has left a tracker in the droid, which good from her, I guess. She she actually did do it, so we'll see what goes on with that. Um, but I have to mention that final scene where it feels like, it, you know, we really got to see like the trust and the bond built between Leia and Ben, which I was just like, oh, I just, I just love to see that. That was a beautiful moment, holding hands. Like Ben's finally like made a, another human connection with someone for the first time in like 10 years um, with, you know, the daughter of, you know, his old pretty much brother, which is kind of heartbreaking to think about, but was, it was, it, it was very uh, touching, I would say. And uh, something that got me randomly thinking about was like, why does Leia in A New Hope go, um, you know, years ago you fought with my father in the Clone Wars. It's like, shouldn't you be like, hey, Ben, it's me. Like, obviously I'm sure they'll explain it and, and whatever. I was thinking, sorry, this is so like sort of just random, but I was thinking um, maybe at the end of the series, Ben will be like, you have to forget you knew me. If you ever address me again, just like pretend we've never met. Or I don't know, they'll have to explain like that. Point is very touching scene. Wait, what do you think of this whole ending? Vader, that stuff, the tracker. What do you oh, think? You know, I'll comment on, on your thing first because I have thought about it uh, yeah. about that as well. And I think she, in, in that manner, she was just being more formal. Yeah. And I mean, she was a kid at this time. And how many, you know, even though someone you grew a bond with someone when you were a kid, like when you're old, you're like ten years older. Like you know, you remember those yeah. like moments, That's but you you have to be kind of like because you don't know what the vibe is, and it's like let me just be formal. Like if if mm. like hey, like let's see if they at least for me, like I'll see what they reply with, and then I'll be like I'll match their energy. Like oh my god, yeah, we yeah. could act like when we were kids. She could be like oh he might you know he's lived such a crazy life he might not even remember me so yeah exactly there you go that's my head cannon that's a good point from you you know so um i don't know that's how i thought about it because i think yeah there there's moments like that and it's like you know she she was more addressing it with her father when it's like wish he helped you out too but it's yeah. cool I, I i like that they they're doing that and yeah that's for me i, I wonder if they'll explain it though good 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 point mm-hmm. um in terms of the other stuff yeah i thought she was bluffing too i was like there's no way she just saved her life right there and uh, yeah. You know, I love this. I really love this Reva character because so, um, yeah. just just how different she is to what to what of, you know, the not even Inquisitor characters that we've gone, but like just, just in Star Wars characters in general, like she's just kind of like this annoying brat where it's like she keeps getting in the way. And um, but it's because she has this drive for Obi-Wan that I want to know. I want to find out why she cares about Obi-Wan so much. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, uh, Vader coming in and just ch- ch- choking her. It's like, oh my God, like, here we go. Here's scary Vader again. And um, it was very unlike Vader to just like march up to someone like this. So you could tell how much Obi-Wan really just means to him and, and boils his yeah. blood. Cause he oh, usually yeah. will just, yeah. Vader's more of the guy that will come up to you in a very slow like dominant way so you can you know you just get all yeah. the jitters as he's he was just he, marching through he just marched up to yeah. her and and even the fifth brother was like whoa uh um, so i gotta so. i gotta point out i was watching episode two and three um with my brother and his partner last night his partner was like um he's like oh why does vader walk so quickly in the third episode 
he was like, it feels like he's walking way too quickly. And so it's interesting that you just brought that up. So, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, Obi-Wan just ignites a different type of fire inside of him. Because, yeah, I, yeah. I noticed that this episode, I was like, yeah, he just, that's not like Vader. It felt very unlike Vader. And I'm like, oh, wait, Hayden's in the suit. And then my mind, like, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan, you know, Obi-Wan, he's after Obi-Wan. Like, this is different. Uh, so, yes. Um, in other terms of what, uh, oh, yeah, the, I love the, uh, how I love the whole Talus stuff when she was, you know, trying to be, uh, being oh, that that was some scary stuff. By the way, Tala was a star in, in this episode. Yeah. I love the way she was uh, able just to carry herself through and be like, "Excuse me, I'm your commanding officer. You would address me as that." It was oh my yeah. god, that was great. I love, I love, I seriously love Tala. And I thought, and then after that moment when she like is by herself, she's like, oh my god, I yes, can't believe I just got yes, away with that." I, exactly. I was like, "Oh my god," yeah. and. That kind of reminded me of some celebration stuff that we did. But anyways, uh, you know, I think I think uh, uh, Tala, even at the end when she was talking to Reva, I was like, oh, my God, I was scared for her because I'm like, yeah. well, that sucks. Like she is now just going to sacrifice her life. And I was just really loving her. And but I'm glad they made it out. And I love the whole battle alarm uh, sequence when Reva and all the stormtroopers are led to the landing platform um yeah that was that was really cool because we've seen that in trailers and i remember you and i when we were talking about the trailer the second one the official one um you know i was like what's going on on this base like is obi-wan how does obi-wan end there like does he get captured and now he's escaping what's going on or is he rescuing someone and look he rescued leia so it's cool seeing all that happen and and you know reva doing her cool lightsaber tricks on the landing pad yeah i thought that was I thought that all that whole sequence was very well done. And even when you have the the speeders coming through and shooting, I thought that was that was well done as as well. And seeing Rebel, you know, grab like ammunition and throw it at one of the speeders felt I felt for the guy. But I was like, that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like I said, overall, I really enjoyed this episode. Obviously, I think it's the weakest thus far. But yeah, there's just moments like that that I just absolutely vibed with. And, you know, other moments that I didn't as much, but it's just mm. moments like that. I was like, oh, yeah. And the escape and you brought up a beautiful point of Obi-Wan and Leia. I didn't feel that as much at, at the end as, you know, uh, you know, they held hands or whatever. I thought that was a cute moment. But what broke my heart was uh, when Leia was being interrogated by Reva or Reva, however you want to say it. She was like, is he dead? How did mm. he die? I was like, oh my God. Like that yeah, just broke yeah. my heart. But yeah, at the end, it was very wholesome seeing them uh, hold hands together. And even, oh, I'm scared to say this, but during, I think it was during during the interrogation stuff, I was like, you know, I think this Leia stuff, I'm getting like over, like I'm getting tired of it. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. this is a moment where I was like, I <sighs> hope she's not all the way to the finale. But by the end of it, because of those moments, and then she started asking, like, how did he die? And then mm. their moment of I- embrace at the end, then that's when I was like, you know what? Keep her, keep her till the finale. I'm okay with yeah. it. I'm okay. But there was just a moment in that, I like I said, the interrogation stuff was like the lowest of the episode, the lowest point of the episode for me, uh, where I even was even questioning Leia's presence in the series or just being like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm over it. But I think if they carry it now to the finale, I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm chill. I'm vibing. Yeah. So I that's really interesting because I thought a very similar thing. I was like, you know, I I really like Little Lay. I love the actor. I yes, yes. I love how she's written and everything. But part of me was like, oh, you know, I'm getting a little sick of Leia. Like yeah. there was just points of the episode where I was like, oh, like it feels like she's holding the narrative back a bit at at times. But 
really when you look at it, she's doing the opposite. She's like the whole narrative uh, is sort of depends on her. Char- <laughs> yeah, it depends on her. Like she's it's surrounds her. So um, I do feel that like yeah. By the end though, I was like you know what like she's great. I, I go back and forth on it, but there I do. I'm with you. Like there were moments where I was like, oof, I'm getting a little sick of Leia. But um, I, I just, yeah, I think it's very Star Wars to have like the story that revolves around a little kid. Like they've done that before and they've done it well. So, you know, there's a movie oh, yeah. out there called The Phantom Menace. So like, <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I, I do agree. But overall, yeah, we love Leia. <laughs> we, we love, love, we love Leia. little Leia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the whole episode. We sort of just, uh broke it all down for you exciting to see what happens next but we know so we know something will happen with this tracker they're going to know wherever they're off to there could be some sort of battle who knows where that's going to go but um outside of that do you have any wild predictions you want to throw out hmm i did for a second i thought quinlan was gonna show up some point um uh, at some point in the series because i i love that uh you know, I thought that they were going to get captured and, and then next week it'll be like someone was going to come save the day, someone familiar that we know. But when those T-speeders came out, I was like, okay, that's cool. That that was a nice way to do it all because I'm like, they are yeah. really screwed. There's nothing to do. Um, yeah. So that was a cool moment. But yeah, I don't, I guess maybe I, I still have a little bit of, of hope that they'll bring Quinlan in some somewhat. I mean, I'm still kind of yeah. like skeptical and being like eh, is, i don't know um uh, but i they did mention him so i'm like well it, that would be cool if they did bring him in at mm-hmm. some at, at some stage or someone that we know but if not keep it still keep it you know on that smaller scale Contained, keep it uh, yeah. obi-wan centered that's cool and, and leia um we already got a lot to sort through um wildest prediction uh hmm, i don't I, I i'm playing it safe with this series because i think with boba fett we were all playing on the cards of wildest predictions like oh my god this episode this is gonna this is gonna happen we're we're just expecting so much so this so this series i'm playing a little bit more safe i'm I'm just saying what i want here i want reva and obi-wan a a real confrontation see i want to see what's brewing with that Mm -hmm. you know i guess my wildest prediction is that the grand inquisitor doesn't come back but i think the writer did say that wow we respect canon and we're paying attention to it so that's all i'll say so i think he'll come back but um yeah I, there's there's nothing much else than what's already been said i want o- anakin obi-wan i think we'll get that soon like a flashback uh maybe ahsoka in there but i i rather just see those two again um what was the other one um i can't think off the top of my head i guess yeah if you if you heard all the safe theories and stuff that's where i lie yeah. um that's if you got a wild spread. one drop it in the comments we want to yeah. hear it yeah if you got a wild one drop it in the comments but if you know actual spoilers don't comment but yeah for <laughs> real, drop drop the drop your wildest stuff but how about you do you have yeah. anything wild that you're um, speculating? not really like i yeah i'm very similar to you i don't want anything like wild. i mean yeah sure i want something wild to happen but nothing just like oh look ahsoka boba fett and the mandalorian all appear like i want nothing like that the mandalorian um, yeah <laughs> i mean who knows um anyways but with the quinlan boss thing oh we talked about it just after the episode and i was saying i really hope they actually don't put him in this show because i feel like what they did with cad bane they just threw him in at the end and then just that story just felt really rushed and incomplete and not uh just didn't satisfy me and quinlan boss is another favorite character of mine and the fandom in general 
So um, I don't want them to like rush a storyline with him where it's like he comes in for 10 minutes and then he dies or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I'd prefer him sort of just stay out of this story and get his own thing, whether that's in the Bad Batch or his own series, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I would just say, I hope they confirm Grand Inquisitor. I don't know if he necessarily needs to come back. I think they might just be like, oh yeah, he's healing in the back to tank or whatever. Similar right. to the Unfreetar stuff in Bad Batch. Um, and then yeah like i hope we see a flashback like i would like to see that in some in some way like i, I just i yeah I, that's all i'd say i just want more hayden christensen in these last two episodes because he's been very minimal so far but that's sort of what i expected from the first part of the series so let's get that hayden christensen uh going but before we wrap up we did this with uh boba fett we've got to do it last week so it was three episodes to cover which was too many um what's your overall rating of the episode and uh yeah any final thoughts Ooh, um mm, mm. i still i still i still liked it so i'd probably give it like a 6.5 or a 7 wow, i like okay. it yeah I, i'd probably lean closer to yeah i'll just say that 6.5 or a 7 out for this one i'll say because i do yeah, I'll, I'll probably say a 6.5. I still liked it. I still had fun with it. Uh, but yeah, there's just some things I was just... And no, 6.5 doesn't mean a 65% or an F. That's not at all. Like, it's yeah. uh, for me, it's if it's a 5, I think it's like, yeah, it was good. Uh, uh, yeah. And 6.5 is like, yeah, that was... I liked it. And 7 is, oh, that was strong. That was good. You know, yeah. we can break down our, rating, <laughs> yeah. our, our structures later. But uh, yeah, yeah um, and overall thoughts, like I said, uh when you know came in uh expecting a little bit more than what we got but i thought it was okay i thought it was you know served its purpose uh, i think it still pushed the narrative forward in, in in many good ways and you know there's some things that weigh down for me and some things where it's just like all right we're doing this now it's uh, stuff we've already seen but yeah seeing you in again as obi-wan spinning that lightsaber and actually going up against stormtroopers mm. a real highlight and um yeah i love the leia obi-wan stuff at the while they were apart and while they were at, at, at the end there and uh reva as well I, I love seeing her just in her fiery spirit as always so yeah lots of things to like about this episode so that those are my things how about you are how would you how would you rate this yeah i would go a little bit higher more of a 7 to 7.5 probably leaning more towards maybe the 7.5 or somewhere in the middle i don't want to give a 7.25 that seems weird so somewhere from 7 to 7.5 somewhere around that mark 7.25687 you know all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. um down. but yeah no i agree with what you said just to reiterate thought it was solid i think we'll look back on this as an important episode progression with little layer reva ben um Tyler even if if they're going to play a more consequential role I guess going forward and even Vader I guess you could say we're, we're sort of seeing where he's at and everything and I don't know it was just good fun and that's what Star's all is all about it's about having fun so uh yeah I guess that just about wraps us up yes it does thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the stars exchange and thank you for joining us for another obi-wan kenobi review yes there are two episodes left so make sure to subscribe on wherever you're listening if you're listening to apple podcast subscribe and leave us a review if you're listening on spotify make sure to subscribe and rate us if you're listening on youtube hit that like button subscribe we are not going anywhere we still got two episodes of obi-wan left to cover and indulge it and uh, we, we might be bringing on some special guests to help us out uh, with some of the episodes and whatnot. But yeah, make sure you 
join us because oh there's still left lots left to talk about and lots left to look forward to so you are not going to want to miss it before the show even started we hyped it up we did trailers we did editorial reviews and a lot of our predictions are coming true and and we want to see how it outlies you know when when the series is over so make sure you're here for that um and make sure you also follow our Instagram page at the Star Wars um, or SW Exchange. There we were posting a whole bunch of uh, stuff that's going on with us. We actually just met up at it uh, like a week ago. So actually, uh, you know, uh, we're still posting pictures on there. So don't miss a beat and follow our Instagram page there. And thank you guys for 200 plus followers. And Ari, until then, uh, until the next time we see these lovely people, where can people keep up with you? find me on instagram at star wars underscore exchange and at twitter the sw exchange awesome and you guys can follow me all underscore star wars on instagram and twitter and uh yeah until next time guys may the force be with you and uh adios see ya <laughs>